Hey, hello, welcome. This is Command Tab, TD Current's podcast all about Apple and what they might possibly be up to in the near future and beyond. My name is Ben Hutmaker. And I'm George Urick. Hello, George. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah, really excited to talk about Apple's uh, new product they announced in September. Won't be out until next year. That's the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch, yeah. The Apple Watch is gonna be really cool. It's a little little tiny screen. They made a screen for your screen. Um, <laughs> fits on your wrist. Uh, they did make two sizes um, with also a variety of bands and uh, a bunch of different models. There's the Apple... You got about a million choices. Oh my god. There's uh, the Apple Watch, the Apple Watch Sport, and the Apple Watch Edition. Now the Apple Watch is made out of steel. Uh, you can get it mm-hmm. in silver or uh, like a gunmetal. Space gray. Uh, excuse me, much. space gray, right? Pretty um, much. It's you can insane. get the Apple Sport in aluminum um, and also comes in another gray model there. Yeah. And then uh, the Apple Watch Edition comes in rose gold and yellow gold, which uh, 18 is... 18 carats. It's 18 <laughs> carat gold, so that's really... A little unnecessary, Really but. expensive. Yeah. Um, to inter... Like, the interface of it, though, is pretty intuitive or pretty uh, revolutionary, mm-hmm. as so they say. We haven't actually used it yet, obviously. But uh, the digital crown is what they call it. It's a, a button on the side. So, you know, very similar to how a traditional watch has the, the crown on it to turn the hands all the way around. It's a digital crown um, that sort of lets you interact with the watch. So um, to, you can you can roll the, the little knob up and down to sort of zoom in and out. The, the thing they came to a lot was maps and zooming mm-hmm. in and out on a map. Or your collection or, of pictures, or your collection of pictures, or even like the home screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other, the other kind of intuitive uh, hardware thing that they've come up with is something the force force touch they call mm-hmm. it. So it, it detects a normal tap on a, on the screen versus a long like a harder press. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually like like force sensitive there. Um, so that'll kind of give some context sensitive uh, controls um, depending on what's going on on the watch. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, we talked about that uh, when we first talked about the Apple Watch uh, after they announced it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ben finally convinced me that that's worth it. That's <laughs> actually a cool feature. Yeah, I mean, along with all the hardware features that they're doing, uh, they have a lot that they put into the software and how the whole operating system is going to work. Well, that's for really, I mean, the software is really where the, the main interactions come in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a big part of Apple's, you know, their uh, their goal uh, in general when they make a product is to make the hardware beautiful and then make the software work perfectly with it. Right. Um, yeah, and so so the idea of their home screen rather than having you know a grid or some you know a list of all the apps that work with it, um, they're actually creating kind of a new idea, which is a weird flowy kind of layout for it it's kind of looks like a web almost. yeah yeah like a web of apps and uh it's like it's around us circular yeah they're circular apps instead of the the traditional square um so it, it it's almost as if they're all around a sphere that you're kind of swiping around and and trying to get to the app you're wanting to use right, you kind of pan yeah pan yeah around with the touch screen right mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can zoom. You can use that digital crown to zoom in and out uh, on that home screen to get to the app you want. All right. To see see more apps at once. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, a lot of those apps are 
really going to be relying on on voice input uh, using Siri and then mm-hmm. voice control to um, to type to, and to yeah yeah exactly to right. type Facebook tweet or Facebook statuses <laughs> uh, tweets um, that's the kind of stuff that you'll be able to do you know do a quick reply to a, a Facebook Messenger message or obviously text things like that answer phone calls uh using that or at least get notified of the phone call right. uh, on your watch now so, the, uh, the watch is uh relied on the iphone for mm-hmm. internet connection um things like that um so that's interesting but something else uh, that the apple's really kind of uh started focusing on is health so mm-hmm. um with ios 8 they introduced the health app um, which kind of compiles all of uh, all of the fitness apps and 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 nutrient nutrition apps and stuff like that that you have on your iPhone and sort of compiles all that into a very easy to read dashboard. Mm-hmm. Um, now the the Apple Watch will sort of integrate directly with the health app, um, and they're also coming out with another fitness app um, that'll sort of display fitness goals and and um, um, kind of. It'll it'll like for example it'll the watch will like tap you on the wrist and say hey you haven't gotten up and walked around in in two hours you should <laughs> you know at least get up and go get another cup of coffee you yeah. know or something right hey, it's been eight hours since you moved <laughs> are you alive <laughs> right <laughs> you know just to just kind of make sure you're you're walking around keep sure make sure you're active things like that um, so you know Apple's really kind of I've seen them move more into sort of a lifestyle company more than and a technology company. I mean, they do it in a very technology-focused way. Yeah. So going back into health, though, um, they're you know they're using that sensor on the on the under side of the watch that's going to be able to track your heart rate using. Sorry, that's, that's made of ceramic, right? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's like a ceramic bulb mm-hmm. and it has um, uh, uses ultraviolet light, right, to like go into your your wrist. Um, and then, it, and from that, it, it actually reads your, your, the blood pump, pumping through your wrist. Yeah. Yeah. To, that's to, crazy. It's so cool. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool way of doing it and it's going to be mm-hmm. hopefully really accurate. Um, but they're, I mean, they're using that obviously for, for training and, and going into the, the fitness goals and things like that. So you can see, uh, how your heart rate's doing on you know, on this run versus how, how it's going to do tomorrow or something like that. Uh, and you can see kind of the progress you're making there, but not only is the heart rate sensor being used for training, it's actually used for a couple, uh, weird features that that some (laughs) people are seeing as a little gimmicky, but I think it's interesting. Uh, but the whole idea of sending your heartbeat so, uh, so like you Tim, can send your heartbeat to somebody. Yeah. Somebody else's watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, so, um, notifications is one of the main things that I see my, myself using it for. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, that's what I use my pebble for. Right. Exactly. I mean, and, and, and it will, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna work that in the same way that the pebble does. And when you get notified, um, the, they call it taptic feedback mm-hmm. uh, it's a haptic what's it called haptic feedback normally it's called haptic feedback basically you touch something and then it vibrates to let you know that it, it was able to read it right um so this they call it taptic feedback and it's like this special little vibration motor um that's really gentle mm-hmm. um, but def- definitely noticeable so yeah. like right now you know the new iphones when they vibrate and they get a notification it's like super loud mm-hmm. it- well so the taptic feedback um is much less intrusive 
Um, and it feels the way they describe it is they it feels like they're tapping on your wrist. Mm-hmm. It's a very light tap on your wrist. But uh, they've also built in something called glances. Now, glances is similar to Notification Center, mm-hmm. where you swipe up from the bottom of the screen and it brings up uh, these glances, um, sort of like extensions in Notification Center. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of all of your apps are shown or there. Or Google Now. Or Google Now, how Google mm-hmm. Now works, on, especially on Android Wear. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to that, where it just kind of gives you, you know, um, it's going to take this long to drive to work. Here's the weather. Um, you know, here's, I don't know here's the score of the Seahawks game today, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just going to kind of, you just swipe through them. Um, and, and at a glance, you get to see sort of an update on everything that you really care about. Yeah. Um, just right on your wrist. That's pretty cool. So I can definitely see myself using that. I'm constantly checking notification center for different things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the Apple pay, Mm -hmm. uh, will work on the watch. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's actually kind of cool. I mean, it's the same way that the phone works. You kind of just, Take your watch and you'll tap it or, you know, move it near there. Right. And uh, the first time that you that you put on your Apple Watch and you try to use the the payment, it's actually going to ask for a passcode or some sort of... Or a four-digit PIN. Yeah, four-digit yep. PIN. And uh, every time after that, it's using those sensors that are... it's The heart rate monitor. Yeah, the heart rate monitor. It's able to tell that it's still you. Because you haven't taken it yeah, off. Yeah, you haven't it's taken off a, your watch. It's so consistent, it, unless you die. Yeah, unless you die and someone <laughs> cuts off your arm and continues using that and also has your iPhone near you. Right. Uh, then they're really not going to be able to to get past that security issue. And right. it's going to become a lot easier for you to, to, to make those wireless payments after the first time. Because then it's just... I mean, putting it up there and you think you think pulling your phone out and paying for for something at whole foods is easy now Mm -hmm. now you don't even have to do that you just wave your wrist across the the Mm -hmm. the payment thing and it's just boom it's paid well so going along with that um you know the it does require the iphone for most things it requires it for the internet requires it for gps um it requires it for other things you know um it does however allow you to for example connect up uh, Bluetooth headphones, mm-hmm. and it does have a little bit of memory on it, so you can sync up some songs, save them onto the watch. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, and you can go running, for example, with some Bluetooth headphones, um, and it'll wow. store all of that running data. Yeah, in the it's watch, got all the, it's got the M8 built into that, right? Right, with the motion processor. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and so then, and then when it, when it connects, like the answer to what I've been looking for. Yeah, actually. and then when That's it really when cool. it connects back up to the phone. Um, then it just kind of dumps all that data to the mm-hmm. phone and then the phone stores it forever. Will you buy an Apple Watch when it comes out? That's something I'm going to have to decide once it comes out. It's it's At this point, there are a lot of really good options. The The new Fitbit Surge is, is looking a lot better every day that I'm seeing new things about it. And then the Microsoft Band is also a really cool idea. The Apple Watch obviously is going to fit and, and sync a lot better with my iPhone and my Mac and soon to be my iPad. Um, so I'm I'm really going to have to wait to till it comes out to decide. The difference in here, though, between the Apple Watch and the Microsoft Band mm-hmm. and all that, and the Fitbit and even, the Apple Watch supports developers. Mm-hmm. The, the developers That's true. Develop, it's going to have a whole ecosystem, a whole app store ecosystem mm-hmm. that goes into the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a really big difference. I, I, I definitely see your point. Um, I can make apps for my watch. That, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> if you did get one, which model? Sport, 
Definitely not the sport. Edition. Um, for me, I'm thinking the, the sport is going to be really good for the fact that it's like sweat resistant and all that, but it just doesn't look very good to me. So I, my, I mean, they're saying that the, the, the watch is going to start at 349. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking that that 349 price point is the sport. Yeah. Cause that's definitely the one that's meant to be super lightweight. So the material is going to be the material is less expensive. Yeah. A lot less expensive for aluminum. Right. Uh, and they're using the same gorilla glass three, basically for their screen rather than the sapphire glass, which is going to be on the watch and the watch edition. Uh, rolled into that now, how much do you think that the gold model is going to cost? Uh, there's been speculation. There's a lot uh, of speculation that uh, says around to, twelve to 1500 uh, Even further, I've seen, really? I've seen, I mean, the, the, mark, the gold market mm-hmm. at, the, at the moment, you know, 18 karat gold with that much gold in it Mm -hmm. um if it's solid gold it's not it's a gold alloy yeah so they do mix in other metals but um it's said to cost upwards of five thousand dollars really yeah the the looks the estimates i was looking at were saying around 600 for materials just to build the gold uh like the exterior of the watch they're saying around six hundred. Is that just the gold? That's just the gold part. So just the gold part. So the actual, so the actual computer, computer piece and the screen and the sapphire glass, I can see that all adding up too. But I, I, I mean, don't if see it adding if, that much more because the parts a, to build an iPhone six is around two hundred dollars. That's everything included. Sure. So I'm gonna say that the computer and the screen and the glass is all gonna together maybe cost. $150. So at that point, there's their their cost for everything. Oh, the band, that's going to cost them like, what, right. $10 maybe? That's something else we didn't touch on is yeah. there's 36 different bands. Yeah. So, so it's going to be an extremely customizable watch. Yep. Thousands uh, of, of options. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Between to see sizes the... and colors and editions and yeah. Yeah. So I like those, the metal ones that have the little ring that go around it. Hmm? Yeah, me too. Uh, so Ben, is there any new information you want to know about the Apple watch or features that you hope they include, uh, something they haven't talked about yet? Well, so, um, battery life yeah. is something that has, that's kind of speculation. Tim Cook did, uh, he was in an interview recently somewhere on stage. Um, and he did mention that, uh, you will have to charge it. He said, you'll probably have to charge it daily. Mm-hmm. So I really don't um, like that. <laughs> so the something else hardware wise that we didn't touch on is that it's sort of like a it's like a MagSafe technology. So similar mm-hmm. to the MacBooks, it's a magnet. Yeah, that that's snaps onto really the back. Cool. So it is going to be fairly easy to just kind of take it off and charge it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I use my Pebble as my alarm clock. Mm-hmm. That's how I wake up in the morning from it vibrating to wake me up. And so not having it on every night is going to be kind of a pain. Sure. So battery life is something I want to I, I, I know about. Um, other things I want to know about is uh, the specifics in the APIs mm-hmm. as they come out. So for developers, like what can, what do developers have access to? What don't they have access to? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Um, what really goes into, so they call it the S1 chip which yeah. is which is uh, and that's how they get so much computer into such a tiny little device is mm-hmm. they they put all, like the entirety of a computer processor hard drive ram and everything else that goes into it mm-hmm. into one tiny little chip that fits inside of the watch and they call that the s1 chip 
um, and I'm kind of wondering how that's built, um, how it, how uh, you know, the M7 works on the watch versus, oh, sorry, in the M8, the motion processor. Um, I guess I'm as a tech head, I want to know more about the hardware itself. Yeah. Um, I'm also curious how easy it is to to take on and off the the different bands and switch out customized bands, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but I also do, I think the, th- the main thing that I want is, um, in the future, future models is like, I'm, I'm, I'm wonder, I'm wonder, you know, maybe not want, cause maybe having it attached to my iPhone for the entirety of its life is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you can listen to music and, and it'll track your running and stuff, uh, yeah. regardless, but I do hope, or am wondering if they'll make it a standalone device in the future, mm-hmm. if they'll add some sort of Wi-Fi capabilities um, if they'll add some sort of GPS locator capabilities. Yeah, I think the like GPS that. locator would probably make it the perfect device, and that would make my decision for me now. Yeah. Because it already looks great. It is going to work into my iOS uh, ecosystem and Mac. You know, it'll work together in, in all of that, and it does everything I want. It just, it's the fact that I'm going to have to carry my 5-inch phone around with me. Right. Well, how is it going to change the way we use our phones? I mean, like, how like how will continuity fit in? Are we going to be looking at the watch now more than we are the phones? I don't think that's true. I, I or I don't think that's going to be something that happens. I um, this you know the screen of the phone they made it bigger for a reason because we need room to look at at the content we're viewing and and the social media and all that. You know, the things we're doing on our phones really wouldn't work extremely well on, on a two-inch screen. Right. Or was it like one, one and, and a half, half? One and a half inch. One and a half and 1.3, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they came out with continuity for the for taking something you're doing on your iPhone and, and shooting it up to the Mac or something you're doing on your Mac and putting on your iPad. Um, right. And so the idea that you can start, say, start a message uh, on your watch and then you want to or an email or something like that and you want to finish it up on your phone is something completely uh or you're looking you're me. looking at the maps yeah. on on your watch and then yeah you want to shoot it over I can't your see phone. this so mm-hmm. now I'm going to just open it up on my phone continuity mm-hmm. boom yeah or you're or you're going to meet someone somewhere and so you're you're using it on your watch and then you're saying oh well now we got to go somewhere else well sure it's the same so. idea with i mean having cuz i tend to use like I stopped really using my iPad. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, I, I let my girlfriend use it most of the time now um, just because I I used my iPhone for everything I used my iPad for. And the yeah. iPad was just a little bit bigger. And the, the phone was more convenient. That mm-hmm. was the thing. Because, you know, I mean, they, they even they even demoed like a Twitter app mm-hmm. on on stage at the at the keynote. Um like, is it going to be easier for me to just look at my wrist and go through my Twitter feed that way? Or is or is it going to be worth me reaching in my pocket? I mean, it's really not a big deal reaching mm-hmm. into my pocket and pulling out my other portable screen. Yeah, of But, um, like, I'm wondering if, if it's going to change that workflow. And I, I do see that there are scenarios. I mean, there's scenarios where you can't use your phone and you got to use a Mac, mm-hmm. right? Like typing out a document. You know, yeah. That's almost impossible on a phone, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I guess I guess consuming doc consuming things, I guess video is gonna suck on an eye on a little yeah, watch. Yeah, that would not so, work very well. Yeah, well, so I have a scenario for you, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering what uh, how how the watch will handle 
loud scenarios, like when you go to a concert, mm-hmm. right? Or, or like, I don't know, when you're at the club, bumping it up, whatever. <laughs> like Siri isn't going to be able to understand you. Siri, yeah. Siri's not even going to be able to hear you. Yeah. So like, how will you be able to respond to a text message without pulling out your iPhone? You know, like. Well, I think I think the the way we've been doing that for years is the whole um, the quick respond. I mean, I had that on my sure. first phone. Yeah. You know, when you get a call and you can't answer, so it has like a list of five responses that you normally give, and you could just put on there, you know, I'm getting down and I can't <laughs> respond right now, and then you just you know, have a reminder to, to tell you to call that person back later or to text them later, you know, to, to get with them. Yeah. That you makes know? sense. Yeah. So I, the mean, quick I, reply. I really That's can't actually, come up with any ideas on how you would actually do a full conversation text. So they, that's something they did come out with, uh, on the watch. That's another software feature is quick reply. And they, it's actually oh. context sensitive. So it reads what the person sent you mm-hmm. and then sort of figures out how to respond to that and yeah. gives a bunch of common responses to like the question they asked you or the comment they yeah. made or, or whatever. Well, I mean, they have that already in their keyboards. Exactly. Right? It's the mm-hmm. quick, the quick type, mm-hmm. but they call it quick response on the watch because yeah. they actually build out like semi full questions, right? Uh-huh. Like, you know, like if somebody asks you, when are you going to be here? One of the responses will be I don't know, soon or mm-hmm. 15 <laughs> minutes or, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think that's going to be the main way to, to take care of that because voice is just not an option. Yeah. Um, I mean, until they well, get and, something and, built, you know, a chip built into your brain that knows what you're thinking and then you can just, uh, you know, I continuity mean, your thoughts. This is, this, this works kind of in, in the reverse order too. Like, mm-hmm in quiet scenarios, you know, when you're in class or when you're in a meeting, like mm-hmm. you can't just talk and, and to you your can't, watch. and you can't pull out your phone and, or, or talk to your watch. Right. Like, you know, the quick reply mm-hmm. kind of fixes that. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's going to be the, the best answer for now. Yeah. You know, until we all just make the switch over to Android. <laughs> what? No, being Android. Sorry. Not, not Android <laughs> OS. But becoming Android. Oh, God, you scared me. Or whatever Apple calls it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to (laughs) Command Tab. This is TD Curran's podcast all about Apple um, and what they might possibly be up to. Uh, We do have a Twitter handle that is at Command Tab Pod on Twitter. Please tweet at us, ask us questions, respond to our questions that we ask you every day slash every week slash once a month depends on what we're doing like five Um, times so far (laughs) (laughs) um uh but you can also find me on twitter i'm at ben hutmaker my name is spelled uh h-e-u-t maker on twitter and i'm at curious yurik u-r-i-c-k wonderful so again this is command tab uh thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time bye bye bye